go. <laughs> what's good? What's good? What's good? Tabitha, I know you know Frank from it's Facebook it. for sure. Ashley, yeah. you definitely will. You just seen him. <laughs> but yeah, man, so we just wanted to tap in. As y'all know, it's the Just Be Show. Of course, we talk about self-love, and you got to learn how to love yourself through all of life's distractions. Because no matter what, you know, we can't be nothing else in this world unless we us, period. If you don't focus on self and love yourself here, you don't even have the capacity to love anybody else. Never forget that. You agree? Well, if you do, it'll be toxic. Hey, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> and, hey, I am... I know about toxic relationships, bro. I, I think we all do. I mean, that's, <laughs> what, real, that's what we're real. taught from when we're kids, man. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. But let me go ahead and get my boy the floor, man. Uh, tell him about a little bit about yourself, what you do, you know, okay. um, about your family. My name's Frank Schweitzer. Changing it to Frank Friends when I get married in a couple months to my wife. I'm taking her last name. Uh, up until recently, I was a single father with custody of my daughter, raising her to be a uh, mature and intellectual individual. Uh, I teach weapons classes, firearms, hand-to-hand, -hand, knives, uh, how to basically protect yourself and your loved ones from the craziness that's out there. Done armed security, threat assessment, executive protection, things like that. I'm a signed notary, I'm an ordained minister, and I can marry you as well. So uh, those are just some of the things I do. And uh, I work with a group called Veterans in Politics, and we expose a lot of corruption in the uh the political arena, courts, judges, things like that, and that's that's about all I really got. I'm I'm a stats, statistics, and facts guy. <laughs> I don't like emotions involved in important decisions at all. Hey man, you, <laughs> <laughs> this is why I knew this is the one I have to do in live, man, in person, man. That's dope, man. So I mean, tell me now, y'all know what he do, man. He do everything. So if you definitely need any of those services, bang his line, jump in his DMs, but be respectful. Because yeah. this man loves his girl 100%. <laughs> so, ladies, make sure y'all keep it. Hey, Sabrina ain't playing. She, she, she's strapped too, so hey, be careful. <laughs> she is not playing and you're a weapons trainer, so you know she knows what she's doing. So, uh, yeah, be easy about that. But, hey, man, let's jump right into it, man. Um, I also wanted to ask you, man, um, I noticed on the What's Your Opinion group, make sure y'all go add yourselves on What's Your Opinion. That's a good one. Um, that you always post, you always post it about, uh, you braiding your daughter's hair. Yeah. yeah. His daughter is clearly <laughs> African-American. She, yeah. She's mixed, right? Well, she, yeah, she's, uh, she's black, Scottish, Celtic, Jewish, and Indian. But she got that thick hair. It, it, it's pretty thick, yeah. Right. It, it, it's, it's a little rough and thick. It's not how that you learn how to do hair, man? Uh, black hair. I grew up around black people my whole life. Uh, my sister learned how to do hair by doing my hair first. And then, you know, once she got decent at that, and I, I'd walk around with braids in the lineup all before, uh, you know, Post Malone or uh, Riff Raff and all them did that. I was doing that years ago, 2000s. Um, so my sister taught me a little bit, but really it was a, uh, it was time, patience, and just a, just a little practice, learning how to plait and things like that. Like which way your hands need to go over, under, under, over, right, things right. like that. And okay. just... A lot of practice and, and being gentle with my daughter, making sure I'm not ripping her hair out. And so it's not a bad experience for her, but it's more of a bonding thing between the two of us. Right. So it, it helped, especially if she didn't like her mom touching her hair. Yeah, man, that's deep. Hey, when I seen that, I was impressed, bro. I was like, yo, I like him just based on the fact that he can braid hair. Right. <laughs> I like, you know what I'm saying? I kind of need my hair done. You feel me? You, can, you, know, you ain't there yet. I know, I ain't there yet, but I'm getting along. You know what I mean? I ain't been that 
that long, man. Yeah. I think the longest I had it was maybe to my shoulders. I had dreads that's, before. That's a good length. Yeah, I yeah, had dreads good. before, man, and then I just cut it off. I got tired. Now, to keep real, the girl I was with got tired, so I cut it off. Oh, see, no, no. <laughs> I got to have the wife's permission to even cut mine. Right, yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> on another, I get mad at people when they touch my hair now. Hey, don't, don't touch my hair, man. Well, at least ask. Like, I, I don't like that, you know. Let me let me just touch it or grab you know. No, right. Let's talk. Right. <laughs> let's talk cool. before you put your hands somewhere. Right. And, yo, his daughter's hair, I just met her. His daughter's hair is so thick, but it's really good hair. But just yeah. the simple fact that you can, and I mean, the parts, mo most women, most women, when I see them do hair, bro, their their hair is like, it be cool, but then sometimes, the, you know, let me say fathers. Yeah. Fathers. But then when we try to do hair, we, we might can get it in a ponytail. But <laughs> but the parts be like, you know, and then we just say a zigzag because we messed up. Right. <laughs> I, did, I did that on purpose. It's a design. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's how we do it, man. So when I seen that, I was like, what? That's what, that's what put me on you. Oh, I appreciate it. Straight that, up, man. that's what put me on to you, man. I was like, damn, that's that's pretty dope, man. Yeah. But I mean, shoot, how how long have you been a, a single father, man? Like, uh, basically since my daughter was two years old. Since so, two. And I remember you was telling me something about uh, some of, as far as um going through a lot to get full custody. Of yeah, her yeah, I had to I had to go through a lot to get full custody. It took three years of court battles, a lot of time, and I, I had friends that helped me out. And I got a good support system because I got people around me I trust to build right. with. That's cool, man. That's, that's, that's a beautiful thing, man. He also, man, he it's funny because um, as y'all as y'all can see, um, uh, well, not not my daughter, but my son. <laughs> <laughs> he he's out here with me right now, man. And and I was talking to Frank about a situation as far as getting uh, not not trying to get custody. I was trying to put my own self on child support. You feel me? I ain't gonna go too deep into that situation because. Um, me and the mother of my kids, where you know we work some kinks out, and we we, we pretty cool, man. Well, it's, it's always best that you guys settle that shit because right. once you got the court in your life, the court's in your life for eighteen years. Right, and I ain't so, got time for that. I'm black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So I definitely appreciate you uh, for that, man. He he was helping me a lot as far as what I needed to do to to get stuff started or whatever. Um, uh, not unfortunately, but fortunately, me and the me and the mother. Um, we, we was able to work some things out, man, and, and now we don't have to go to that court stuff. Yeah, and that, now that's always what's best for a child. At the end of the day, like, y'all, even if y'all not in a relationship, like, real talk, do what's best for the kid and keep those people out that kid's life. Right. Like, like sign papers, get something together. You know, I want them every other weekend. You, you know, you can, call, you can claim them on taxes. I'm not paying child support. You know, you can work something out. Right. Just don't be vindictive and toxic because them kids see all of that. Everybody right, be cordial. You know, y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all. Everybody got to remember, kids imitate. They do as we do. You know, they do as we say. They don't do as we say. They do as we do. Yeah. They pay attention. They mimic what they see. It's almost as if when we go and look in the mirror, our reflection does everything we do. Man, it's kind of the it's kind of the same thing in a sense. Yeah. Well, that, that's like with my daughter. That's what I do. Is like. I don't let her around certain stuff I don't want around. And people are like, people are like, well, what do you call it? I, honestly, I call it programming. Right. You're basically programming her to mimic the things she sees and the things you do, your hustle, your drive, your respect for other people. Like, if they see that in you, they recreate that in themselves. Right. And um, one of my favorite people to read is uh, Jordan Peterson. Right. And he says, if by the age of seven, you don't have a well-adjusted child, you want to have a hell of a time raising me. Yeah, a hell of a time raising me. <laughs> hey, my mama had a hell of a time raising me, man. I always had good grades and stuff like that. But I mean, uh, I mean, I was—I think I was pretty well adjusted. You know what I mean? I was just like most young black men. I didn't have a, a father figure always in the house. 
So I kind of learned, I had to learn. My mama raised, she raised a boy. Yeah. But she, you know, uh, and, and this is just my opinion, y'all. You know, a woman, a woman can raise a child. Yes, a woman can raise a boy, but only a man can be the example of how a man should act. But you, you literally would have to be a genuine man to even produce that kind of reflection, right? It, well, and, and that's that's the, some of the statistics I told you I like because I like numbers, I like facts. Right. Sixty percent of all incarcerated persons are raised by single mothers since the nineteen eighties. Black women were 18.4% chance to be a single mother. In 2008, it was all the way up to 40.6% chance. Now it's in the 70s. Yeah, oh, shoot. That's high, high. We got to get this. I mean, you got, 20, you got 20 years, 20, 30 years that, you know, we've changed. And now women are raising children by themselves. And out of those kids that you see that are raised by single mothers, and this isn't an attack on y'all. We don't know why this happens. We don't know. We just know these are the numbers. 90% of runaways, 85% got diabetes, 71% drop out, 70% of all kids locked up, drugs, suicidal and teenage pregnancies come from single mother homes, 85% of all youth in Fulton, Georgia, mm -hmm. single mother homes. Hey man, single mother homes is hard, let me tell you man. Well, it's, kids are hard, bro. No, they say, they say it takes a village. Like you said, you know, how many positive influences had to come in your life and, right. you know, change you from being that rambunctious kid to right. being a grown man now. Right. Yeah, man. That, that's real, though. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the real. thing. And it, it sucks because when you tell people these numbers, they're like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you racist. And I just look at it like this. If I knew there was an 85% chance of my child to have diabetes based upon one situation, like their favorite color is green, I wouldn't have anything green in the house. Right. You know, I wouldn't take that chance. Like, right. You know, 15% chance that might not happen, I wouldn't do it. You're right. And that, that's like, to me, like the thing with crime, it's like, if you know living on a street named after a letter, you got a 60% chance of being attacked, robbed, you know, shot, you're not going to move on a street right. that's H. after a letter. Yeah. <laughs> a street, you know, J. You know. D street, D street. J. J. You know what it is, man. Man, real talk. Yeah. But you wouldn't move over there if you knew those things. Right. And the thing is, we as a society, we don't discuss this at all. We just keep putting other people down because maybe you don't know their situation. You know right. what I mean? But, man, I can sympathize with you. You know right. what I mean? I might not grow up exactly how you grew up. Exactly. I've been so poor that we lived in Lorenzi Park, and whatever my mom caught fishing, we cooked on the back of my dad's truck. Right. Like, that's homeless homeless. I know. That you is. People like, oh, you don't know struggle. I know struggle, man. Right. <laughs> and, and you know what? And I'm glad you made that statement because uh, a lot of people that follow me, now, I don't know about the ones that follow me necessarily, yeah. but a lot of people in my, in my world, that I deal with, you know what I mean? They always be like, oh, you don't know the struggle. Like, you know, I didn't I didn't really grow up in the hood, you know, like, I, but I wasn't fed with a silver spoon either. I, I had to go through, through some things. The reason that I didn't have to go through that kind of struggle was because my mom went through that struggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? My dad went through that struggle. And, and my dad got out of it, you know, he chose the streets. But he was the best at what he did, everybody know him. Yeah. You know, but 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 him himself, he, as he grew up and got away from that mentality, he was able to move out and, and go and do his thing. And now, man, I talk to him about all kind of shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and my mom, yeah, my mom grew up, she went through the struggle, you know. And, and y'all that know my mom, y'all know. Like, she went through the struggle, but everything she got, she got by herself. You know, my mom. My mom used to uh, talk to Mike Tyson, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so everybody felt like, oh, maybe she got a, she got cashed out by Mike or whatever. But no, nah, man, it Mike just Mike is one of them people that he seemed complicated on the outside, but on the inside, simple. He's simple. 
almost all men are simple as hell. Yeah, man. No matter yeah, how complicated you think it is, ain't no man complicated. I promise right. you, ladies. Right. Ain't dudes too. Your man's not complicated. He's very simple. Right, right. <laughs> Super simple. You know, it, it. We when we talk, it, it comes off complicated because I notice that a lot of times we're trying to juggle with how to say stuff, how to deliver yeah. it. Because the way that, and I talk to you guys about this all the time, the way that we choose to perceive things is solely on us. Yeah. I can't change how you look at shit. You no. know, I can't take your eyes and be like, let me install this. Yep, that's how you're going to see it. Put it back. You <laughs> upgrade know, the you vision. Know. Exactly. <laughs> you feel me? We, they ain't upgrade. I mean, they might be upgrading humans at this point, all this damn test. Hey, man, and not get all musk about that. <laughs> right, I'm telling you. But uh, did you have any more stats you wanted to oh, yeah, bro, it out there, man? Let it know. You know, you're a facts, man. You know, I love, I love stats. I mean, just basically on how you want to go. Like, uh, you know I do weapons. You know yep. what I mean? So I like to talk to people about gun stats and crime stats and things like that. So when you break it down and you look at uh, 2017 was the last time they actually were allowed to uh, give us the crime stats census because they had time to initialize the data. You had 39,773 gun deaths. 60% of those were suicides, though. Ooh. One out of every five suicides is because that person is not working. Mm. So you have a 20% chance of any suicide you hear of being job-related. So out of all the crimes and all that stuff you happen, you only had 14,542 murders. Right. 3% were accidental. And 553 law enforcement deaths. So that means law enforcement kills somebody. 553. Now that's not justified or unjustified. You know they get into they get into that later. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's when, another show. But people are always like people are like you know America got so many guns. America's horrible. You know it's the gun capital of the world. You know so much guns equals so much crime. And they try to blame poverty, brother. Well, I, I do think poverty plays a part. Okay. But not for the fact that they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think poverty plays a part. Because like you said, there's nobody there to straighten these young, rambunctious kids out. Like, right. kids crave discipline, structure, routine. My daughter has discipline, structure, and routine. She has a routine she follows when she calls me in the morning. We have things we go over and we say that she speaks into existence every day that she's responsible for it. She'll control her emotions and she controls the outcome. And she does this every day. She has right. for the last three years. Man, that's a blessing, man. Yeah. So like, doing your thing. Man, you got to. And when, you, when you look at it, you break it down like the gun crime. Out of 218 nations that, per, that you know, report their crime status, even with all the crime we have, the United States is only 111th. Right. But the crazy part is, is Detroit would be number two on the list if it was its own nation. Right. Because the United States is very low. It's like point four point something for, for crime gun death rates. Right. Detroit is fifty four point six. Ooh. Out of from, every hundred thousand. Yo, if y'all from Detroit, not to interrupt you, brother. No, no, if y'all from Detroit or you know somebody that's from Detroit and you got family in Detroit, yo, hit the like button right now. I need to know. Y'all need right. to really hear this because if you got out of Detroit, you have the blessing and the opportunity to leave that 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 state or that city or whatever. Michigan, Michigan. that leave that city, <laughs> you know then, hey, man, uh, you blessed, but if you can reach out or if there's something that maybe we can do, you know, as, as two men, we, you know, this we is who we out. are, yeah, reach we will out. reach out, you know, um, you know, y'all know me, I'm always trying to find different programs and charitable events and throw different stuff to help the youth, man, if, if you know somebody that's out there struggling, that's possibly dealing, these, these is hard facts right here, <laughs> if they possibly dealing with this, Yo, let us know. 
let us know. Let's all get together and, and put something together and try to get these young brothers and, and, and sisters, because girls be out there with the function. Oh let's, man, man they be they be worse than the dudes sometimes, man. Let's let's well, put something together that, to try to help. That girl that shot that other girl in the head just because they argued over a dude. I ain't even see that one. What that was on? On YouTube. That was new. Uh, some recent. Probably last year. You, you know YouTube like to be slow on some yeah. stuff. Show you. Yeah, because they show my stuff. I mean, there, there was another one just recently. Dude, two chicks were fighting. Another girl was coming around to jump in. Some dude got over there. He got in the girl's face. So she got wild with a dude. It's three times her size. He pulled out a gun and just shot her right in the head. Ooh, wait. Right there. Like, in front of everybody and things like that. In Detroit. Uh, I don't know if it was in Detroit. Oh, I was say. But, bro, I mean, you can even go to, like, lower parts of the list, like, Cleveland. Cleveland is number 10 on the list. Yeah, it's got a 21.3% chance of you being killed. Don't move to Cleveland, y'all. Hey, don't move to none of them, bro. <laughs> hey, stay where you at. <laughs> and the crazy part is, like, people will argue with you and they'll be like, oh, you know, it's because there's more guns there. It's not true. Plano, Texas has the highest gun ownership in the United States. Right. Their murder per capita with guns, 0. .04. If they right. were their own nation... They would be 211th out of 218. Right, so it ain't about how many guns. They, they got more guns than anybody right. else. Right, it's the people, it's the it, mindset. It, it's the people, the mindset, the culture. It, it's what we're teaching everybody. Like, there's no personal accountability. I mean, think about it. If a female got in your face and it had to get to the point that you had to get physical with her, you might, but you ain't pulling a gun and shooting her in the head over yeah, an argument. God, over yeah. her words? Right. <laughs> you know, what happened to sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt. Nowadays, People is tripping. Y'all make these words take it to another level. Hey, and, I, and I'm guilty of it, you know. I'm, I'm dealing with something right now where it just be the words just, and it's just constantly, so it becomes like like a nagging type of deal, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, man, I, I live and die by smile, laugh, motivate, inspire, want to inspire all. So I'm going to keep it pushing no matter what, man. So stop letting, start teaching. What happened to, yo, you, you got a problem, man. Come to the street. Let's duke it out. Bro, I mean, recently and with, with, with football, me and a dude I'm very close to, me and his daughter's close, we had an issue. We went into the parking lot. We settled what we settled. We had to do what we had to do. Right. We came back. We finished the football game together. Our daughters go to McDonald's together. Like, when you shake hands, it's done, man. Right, like, man. The issues are done. That's how we grew up. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, we, we grew up that way, but the problem is, is they're teaching this next generation that they're, they're teaching these kids. You got to think about it. You're a victim. You're not strong. Right. You know, you're, 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 you got an invisible enemy you're going to fight all the time. It's either sexism, racism, some yep. type of ism that yep. you're going to experience. And it, you will. You will experience those things. Right. But I've experienced racism from black people, white people, Mexican people. There's hateful people out there. Yeah, 100. They, they can't destroy you. Like you said, smile, laugh, and motivate. Man. I got to motivate the next kid to not take that hate with you. Man, I'm telling you, man. That's And I'm glad you said that's real. That's real, man. We're not teaching that. Bro. Yeah, that's real, man. And, and another thing that I hate about that is, is we're we're so we're such a media, we're such a digital world now, bro. Like people don't even remember people numbers. You know, hey, hey, I, I've, I've I've been to jail before. I haven't been to prison, thank God. You know, <laughs> but I have been to jail before, and I'm, I was born in '84, so I had to remember. You feel me? I had to remember phone numbers back then. You know, man, I remember my very first number. What? 702-642-1700. Boy, I lived on Yale Street behind Golden Nugget. Y'all, my oh, family members know no. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I remember that number, apartment C. But you ask them kids nowadays, they barely know their address. Let me look on my phone. 
Well, you know, and we're not pushing kids, and like that—that's a big thing with my daughter. Like my daughter's six; she's learning Spanish, sign language, English. He be speaking to her in Spanish, y'all. Just did it when he <laughs> just was speaking Spanish. <laughs> I was like, is she Mexican? Or no, no. that's that's but, but that's the thing. If she's trilingual by the time she's fifteen, she's gonna get paid ten thousand more a year for most jobs that she does. That's what I've been hearing. She's gonna be able to communicate effectively with other people that may not share the same exactly. views as her. Exactly. So it might. It might stop a hostile situation, you know, because because language is a barrier, and if you yeah, can't speak sure. to people, they're only going to go off body actions. Exactly. And <laughs> some things in some cultures is hostile. It's not like the peace sign for us. That's peace. Right. In other cultures, that's fuck you. That's fuck you. Yeah. So I mean, you don't know what might happen. Right. No. That's, that's <laughs> real, man. You never know. We wear hats in other places, disrespectful. Disrespectful. And we like oh, shake it with your left hand. If you're left-handed, in other places they don't have toilet paper, so they wipe their ass with their left hand. So if you shake with your left hand, where it? That's nasty. Right. In the Middle <laughs> East. For real? In the Middle East, yeah. They wipe their hands with their hand. Wipe their ass with their left hand. That's why you never greet with your left hand. You never hand food with your left hand. Everything's done with the right hand. I ain't know that, bro. Yeah, that's why. That's that's, that's that's why. That's my boy. But they ain't teaching us. They ain't teaching us. Yeah, that's crazy, school. man. You know how many people I got from the Middle East that's friends, business partners, bro. Stuff? Don't ever extend your left hand. Don't ever extend your left. They'll never right, extend right. Their and, that, and that's no shade to nobody. Yeah, they were culturally brought up the way, so they right. won't do that unless they're meaning to disrespect. Them. Right. You mean? Yeah. But if you do it, they're gonna look at you like. And they might dismiss the fact that you're American and you don't know, but they right. also might not. That's real. So, hey, man, and while we're talking about weapons and stuff, man, yeah. uh, what, what made you get into weapons training? How long you been doing that? Um, honestly, I've been dealing with weapons since I was five years old. My, my uncle and my other uncle were, uh, you guys like to call them preppers. But they, <laughs> they was educated and prepared men ready to... To lay down their life. They got a country. show called Preppers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was <laughs> watching it the other day. They ready to lay down their life for this country. And so they taught me that this machine is going to do what it does. And right. if you don't respect it and you don't be safe with it, you're going to hurt yourself or a loved one. Same as a vehicle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to do what it does, yeah, but no you're in what. control of what it does. Yeah. And if you don't respect that vehicle, you're going to hurt somebody. Yeah. So they taught, they taught me safety and all that stuff from little. I owned my first. Well, not owned, but I had my first gun when I was six. Ninety-two Beretta FS, horrible gun. <laughs> Traded it in when I got, you know, with my uncle when we got some money. He's like, "What do you want next?" I got a Glock, and I've been in love with Glocks since then. That is my favorite. It's my favorite. I love Glocks. Bro. I love them. They fit well. Oh man, all purpose, safe. You know what I mean? Ain't got to yeah. worry about flipping it in the air, dropping yeah, it, it goes real. off. For real, uh, my daughter is learning. She can uh, she can break down a lot. She knows all the safety issues. At she's six. been shooting at six. She's Think been about shooting. that. Well, that's the problem again with the education and the way we treat children. Children are sponges. Their age don't mean anything. Their mental maturity is what means something. Right. You know what I mean? So if my daughter can handle all that, I'm gonna put that on her plate. Right. If she can't handle it, I'm gonna pull a little pull off. It, you know yep, what I mean? Yep. But I got like you like you love to say, smile, laugh, and motivate. If I and inspire one to inspire off. I don't inspire her to be better than me. Exactly. I failed as a parent. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I'm exactly. I'm very intelligent and very well disciplined. So if she's not a better person than I am now, by the time she's twenty one. I haven't done my job as a dad. Right. Yeah, and that's real, man. Uh, and, and you know, that's I'm, I'm glad you said that as well, man. Is is we are definitely they're sponges. They they that say they reflect us, man. They they soak up everything. When you think they're not listening, they are. They are listening. <laughs> you think they're not? Yeah. Oh, we got we got eyes behind our head. Can we be paying attention? No. You know? No. We just got that sense of, of when something wrong. Yeah. Trust me, they have it too. Trust me, we're not born with only a couple senses. We're born with all six. 
you know, and, and <laughs> man, you know, like, and, but we, we fail, sometimes we fail as parents to real, remember that just because they're kids does not mean they're not humans. We kind of be dehumanizing yeah. them our own self. Yeah, like, yeah, well, not, not only that, but you, you fail to look at them as, again, programmable little sponges, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, she's just a kid. Right. No. So let me twerk something she, real quick. Man, <laughs> my daughter knows about twerking because of her, her uncles and her cousins. Right. She thinks it's disgusting. Good. She won't do it. And one of her other uncles won't allow it to happen in his house. Good. Good. But that's the thing. If we're not teaching our kids this, understand that when they leave your house, everything you taught them or not taught them is what they're going to accept at yep. another person's house. Yep. <laughs> so she may go to a friend's house to spend the night and now all of a sudden they're twerking on the, the older brother because they think it's cool. Right. What's that going to lead to? Right. You're going to have a pregnant 12-year-old is what you're going right. to have. Right. Right. And, and us coming knocking on the door. <laughs> but you, you, you allow that situation to occur. No, that's true. That's <laughs> true, though. And and I and, so, and a lot of times I be getting on. Oh, y'all got it, guys. Yeah, it's, it's, and a lot of times I be getting on. Um, I be getting on some parents too, you know. And and they always try to be like, oh, you don't understand because you don't. You're not a, a biological father. And I be like, what that got to do with anything? It, it's funny because a lot of step people that father, yeah, because you stepped up right. When a lot of people tell me that, I'm like, how many kids have you raised? Now I'm raising my one. Okay, I've raised like ten. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So who really knows more? And how? Yes. Out of those ten, how many are successful? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they're still teenagers, but but they but learned. They're still successful. Exactly. They learned a lot. Yeah. You know, from 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 when I came into the picture to now. Yeah. You can tell. You can see the transition. Because you programmed all exactly. That. You, you can see the transition. See everything you do. Right, bro. And and you know, when I was still out there doing my thing or whatnot, I wasn't. If I did my thing, I would one hundred percent make sure I was doing away from the children. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I mean, people are going to do stuff, man. I mean, like, like, I live a different type of lifestyle, and I'm not going to talk about it on here, but my daughter's not exposed to it. She doesn't right. know about it. You know right. what I mean? Because she doesn't need to right now. I mean, right. It's not things kids need to see. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the thing. Nobody's taking responsibility for raising their kids. They're always like, oh, it's the school's responsibility to educate my kid. My daughter came to my, came home one day, and she told me that the dude that shot Martin Luther King shot him because they had a disagreement. That's what the school taught my kid. <laughs> I had to redo all that. Like, right. You can sit down right now because now it's lesson time. Right. That ain't why that happened. Right. Hate and racism and hatred was filled in that man's heart, and that's why that happened. Right. Like they tried to teach her that you know, there are different things, and it's like, no, you don't. You don't need a sugarcoat. It. Kids right. understand what hatred is. There's right. bullies out there. There's bad kids. Hundred percent, man. I was bullied. Oh, <laughs> see, it's weird because like. I wasn't really bullied, but I would be picked on until they realized that that's going to end you in the hospital. Yeah, see, I was bullied until, mm -hmm. this is what happened, I used to get bullied all the time. Me and my friend, he used to always bully me. It's funny because the dude that used to bully me, we're friends now. Yeah. You know, he know better now. Yeah. I, you know, I love you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but he used to bully me and my friend, man, and, and, you know, my mama, I came home one day and he had pushed a chair and hit me in my eye, right? I had a black eye. She's like, what mm -hmm. the hell wrong with you? And she literally told me, son, and I was in martial arts, you know, yeah. uh, so, but people used to always make fun of martial arts, like, oh, that, you know, that's that whatever, work, that, that ain't gonna work. But let me tell you, I've never lost a fight since I got bullied that day. <laughs> I've never lost, and I've always used martial arts. Yeah. If you can find somebody to say they whoop me, let me know, because they lying. No, that don't mean I want to fight now, we grown. See, I'm a little different. If you think you will me, we can always run that back, bro. Right, we can, you know, we can, <laughs> we can get in the 
cage, put the yeah, four ounce right. gloves on. You know what I'm saying? All proceeds can go to some type hey, of charity. I'm telling you, work that ass. Hey, I got some octagon <laughs> homies. We can go see about That's that. That's what I'm you saying. You see what yeah. I'm saying? And my daughter's learning that. Like right now, That's she knows dope. she knows how to do a triangle choke, darts choke, arm bar. You know what I mean? And that's because you're not, as a parent, you're not always going to be there. If right. you haven't prepared them for the worst that's going to happen, they're not going to know how to respond when the worst does happen. Right. Yep. And to me, that, to me, that's a problem. And I think maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe it's because I grew up with, with preppers and people like that. Mm-hmm. But I grew up in the hood, too. You know what I mean? I, I grew up off Hey, of he more hood than I am. I got a tatted on me, but trust me, he more hood <laughs> yeah. than me. So I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the worst that can happen to people's lives. Right. And I'm prepared for all that. Right. You know what I mean? I got plans, I got programs, I got foods, I got this and that. And my daughter's that way too. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And if you're not preparing them and not educating them, somebody else is. For and sure. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah, that scares me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like like you want to send a positive message. What about all her friends whose parents don't like each other want to send that toxic negative message? Right. And you just letting them around, letting them around, like, okay, go go over there, go watch with them, go do that. Yeah. When it's like Maybe stay here and learn before I put you out into the world. Right. Yeah. No. That's real, man. My and then my I have younger sisters. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I'm the oldest of hella kids. But my dad was <laughs> a so yeah. My dad, my dad pull out game was weak for real. Yeah, he was a. But whatever. I love you, pops. He probably watching. He gonna right. kick my butt when I get off. He dance with women and they pregnant. Boom. <laughs> just done. You know what I mean? He walk by and brush up against me. Oh, big Tim, I'm pregnant. Yeah. yeah, but I mean. <laughs> But yeah, I'm the oldest of, of a lot of us, man. It, it ain't too too many. I think like ten or eleven. It ain't that bad. <laughs> but but two of the sisters is my mom's kids. You know? yeah. they, they only fifteen and sixteen. And what she used to allow me, I was like the uh, you know the first kid always the guinea pig. You feel me? That's the test child. Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, test child. You know. I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so you know like she she used to let me go spend a night at places and all of that. And bro, I was fast, bro. I got I had too much freedom. You know, because yeah. I, I was fast. You know, we ain't gonna talk about you know my body count and all that, but it, it's, it's bad. High. It's hot. It, yeah, it's bad <laughs> for me to be thirty five, man. It, it's bad. You feel me? Yeah, it really yeah, is. Mine's the same way. And again, it's exactly what you talk about. It's it's we was going over to people's houses. We was allowed to see all that stuff. We was allowed to be alone. Like kids, kids are smart. They're experimental. Yeah. Like you leave them alone. If you leave them alone in the house by themselves, they're going to mix your shampoo with your dishwasher with the drain on. And they're pouring you're gonna on come you. back and you're going to have a clean tub but there's going to be bubbles everywhere. <laughs> right. You leave yeah. them alone with other kids, they're going to experiment with other kids. Yeah, straight up, man. And, and, and that's what happened. You know, my yeah. mom My mom is a beautiful woman. You know, she taught me well. Yeah. But she also, like you saying, she couldn't control what I seen outside of the household. At all. So I was experienced. You know, I experienced. I was a, my kind of sponge was just different. Like, I, I remember the way I remember things. I don't have to write nothing. I can read this and repeat it. I did it. You know, yeah. I have that photographic, like, mm-hmm. I, I soak up everything, bro. Every every business that y'all know me to have, nobody taught me any of that. I taught myself. Yeah. With facts, too. This podcast stuff, I learned this just now. Not, yeah. not right, right now, right now, but within... What, Six months? Two, not even. A couple weeks. A couple weeks. A couple weeks. I learned the lights. I learned the cameras, man. I, I figured it out, bro. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, you're at least moving forward to better yourself. And to me, like, that, that's that's a big problem I see right now. Like, you know, not just with, you know, everybody, but in just every community. Like, everybody got that stimulus check, right? Man, yeah. Let's let's talk. Let's get on this topic. Bro. I'm ready for this. I got the stimulus check. I put most of it in my savings to pay for the wedding and pay for the house. And then the rest of it. I got my ordained ministry, I got, I paid off my gunsmith school, I paid off my background checks, you know what I mean, I, I use that money to better my life and have something more that when this opens back up, 
I could do notaries, mobile notaries, marriages, you know what I mean? Like other stuff. Right. And if the government gonna give me that money, I'm gonna use that money to right. make me make money. Right. Don't use the money, y'all. Make it a revolving door. Use it until you can use it, and when you push the door open, it's gonna swing back around and you're gonna get it more. It's gonna double, it's called a double up. Hey, Nipsey Hussle said it best. Double up. What? Three or four times, we ain't telling no lies. But, bro, the best thing you can ever invest in is either something that's always going to make you money in the long run or make your kids money or in yourself. Exactly. If you're not investing in yourself, you're not controlling the outcome of what you're going through. You're yep, not going to control real. the outcome of when you're finished. Like You you invested in yourself by opening businesses yep. that you spent time in and you learned it. Yep. You could have been out there keep being fast, but you know what that life is. Hey, like. don't build shit. I'm telling you, boy, I used to sell attention. <laughs> hey, some folks are so poor they can't afford to pay attention. Yo, for real, for real, for <laughs> real, bro. I used to be selling attention for low prices, y'all, and, and I was a cheap up. <laughs> and that's the thing, if you're not bettering yourself with something like this, because you ain't got nothing but time right now. No, for real. Most people ain't working, it's hardships, and like, the crazy part is, it's like, Bro, we can get into the numbers of the COVID stuff too. That shit oh, you already know. Let's, let's talk about it, man. Let me let me let me say my piece about the cover real quick, man. I'm gonna let Frank run his thing. <laughs> he, he definitely gonna run him up about this cover. You know, this this is a it's a topic that I noticed that a lot of people they like to talk about without even having real facts. You know what I mean? Like y'all running y'all mouth and, and not y'all in general, but probably some of y'all. But it is what it is. Y'all know I'm gonna just be me. I'm gonna tell it like it is. Y'all run y'all mouth so much watching social media, watching the news. First things first, let me get up here and say this. I'm going to say this both of y'all, right? You can't believe everything you read. You can't believe everything that you like that. It's the news, which is controlled by ultimately the government, which is controlled by ultimately, we don't even know that because please believe the government don't run at all. There's somebody else that's, that's pulling the strings. You well, know what I mean? I mean in, in my opinion. I, oh, de definitely. You can run that route. But my thing is, is like, I, I get why they shut everything down. Because when you're told 2.2 million of your people are going to die and we're not going to be able to stop it, right. you might be like, let's pause. <laughs> Hold up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is there something we can do? And they're like, we don't know. Right. But the thing is, is like other places like Sweden and Finland and all them, like they didn't do shit, bro. They didn't right. do anything. They didn't stop people from going to nursing homes. They didn't stop people from working and going outside. They death rate. Way lower than ours. <laughs> Way lower. Right. And they didn't do anything. Like right. right now, in America, you have 1.4 million confirmed cases of COVID. Yeah. With 83,000 deaths. That's a 0.0592857% chance of dying from this. Right. And they just took your whole life from you. Literally. Like all of it. And well, then handed y'all $1,200 and told you, shut up, stop complaining. And you did. And, and you know what y'all did? did? You, you shut, shut up. up. And you stop complaining. Why? Because you all over Amazon buying this stuff. I bought some stuff, you feel oh, me? Yeah. I ain't getting no check though. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You, the, Everybody on Amazon, everybody yeah. on the Apple store, everybody buying. Yo, I know Apple sells a lot when they got new releases. But come on now. They released a makeshift Apple phone. They released the, the iPhone SE. It, they took you from buying the top phone to here goes twelve hundred dollars. Here, come buy this bullshit. Yeah, bro, buy <laughs> this break down the top phone and people bought it. They like, bought it, bro. They like, oh, I'm and, iPhone savvy now. They didn't invest in themselves and they didn't check into this. So, like, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, 2018 was the last time the census put out stats for stuff because it takes years for them to get the numbers right. In April, just 2018, in April, twenty three. 
133,164 people died of heart disease. That's 23% of all deaths that occurred at that time. Right. Cancer, 48,786. That's 21% of all deaths. So 21% died from cancer, 23% died from heart rate, and you have a 0.059% chance nationally <laughs> of dying of COVID. But what's yeah, going like, <laughs> well, to trip you out is Nevada. Nevada has 3 million people. We have confirmed 6,311 6, cases with 330 deaths. That's what they've said up okay. to recently. That is a 0.0011% chance of dying. Right. So it's like, what you running for? Bro. We covered rebels. The flu, <laughs> the flu is 0.01. This is 0.0011. Right. It's like, come on, man. That's, yeah. that, and that's what drives me crazy because, and, and, and that's why I'm a covered rebel, as I call it. <laughs> yes, I sell, no the, yeah, I sell the mask, but I barely wear it. You feel me? I, I know how to brush my teeth, wash my, I know simple mm -hmm. Things that it takes to be clean, to be sanitary, you know? Well, you, like, come and, on. And that's the thing is like... Wash your damn hands. Well, not, not just that, bro, but I mean, even if you don't wash your hands, think about it. It lives on plastic for what they said, seven days. Right. You order it from Amazon, come in plastic. It's wrapped right. in plastic. It's shipped in plastic. <laughs> you, know what I'm you go to get a drink or something, your soda's in a, you know... 24 ounce bottle or whatever that's plastic right the straw you drink out of plastic right then they got weird ass rules so like i went to mcdonald's this is this is this is why i was hyped to come do this one with you right <laughs> because i went to mcdonald's just yesterday right no day before yesterday i went to mcdonald's right after taking the kids to the lake okay you see me at the lake so we went to mcdonald's i'm telling the lady my son wants an ice cream cone yeah my ice cream cone that's what he bought she says, no, we're not doing ice cream cones right now. And I'm like, why not? She said, because we don't want to touch the cone. I said, well, let me school you on McDonald's. I've been going to McDonald's since I was born. My yeah. mom was eating McDonald's before I was born. Y'all yeah. know, when you get an ice cream cone, right? It's the ice cream cone, ice cream, right? With the paper, paper. slip around it. So you're not even touching it. But no. then you want to touch my McFlurry cup and hand it to me. It's the same difference. She touched your money, touched your receipt, Everything. touched your car. Right. Touch the bag. Right. Touch all the condiments that they put in the bag. Right. <laughs> so it's like, unless y'all grabbing it with gloves and you, and not everybody be wearing gloves. You feel me? It might be a couple in there that's wearing gloves, but not everybody is in there wearing gloves. So it's like, if we're not all on the same page anyways, why are y'all ruining y'all lives the little time that we do have? Everybody always says, don't waste your life. If you, if you can go every day of your life without wasting any time, bro, you've done something. Yeah. You know, as long as you're, as long as, and wasting time means don't be out here getting in trouble, yeah. take, take, giving, you know, you're making, you're creating opportunities where your life can be taken from you. But not just as long as you're moving free forward. Though, exactly. Free you know though, what bro. I mean? Hey, but if you look at it like this, like you said earlier, who else is pulling these strings? Right. I want you to think about this. And, and this is going to get a little political, but let's, let's get it. You knew it was coming. This yeah, way. let's get it. I'm an independent. I hate the Democratic Party, and I'm not a fan of the Republican Party. And I don't vote. <laughs> so, but if you, look at, if you look at the Democratic Party, what have they told you the last few years? We want gun-free, forever income that we just give you. You don't got to work. We're just going to give it to you. Mm -hmm. They call it universal income. Right. Right. But gun-free, universal income, socialism, all this other stuff. They just gave you a check. They closed down gun shops. Told you you can't have gun shops. You don't have the right to peacefully assemble. 
But this is the big thing that's going to really trip y'all out when you think about this. What are the major things they closed down? Hair salons, mm -hmm. barbershop, churches. Where do all minorities congregate? Right. Hair salons, <laughs> barbershops, straight churches. up. <laughs> so they straight don't want y'all getting together talking about your problems. Because that's what you do. At the hair salon or barbershop, you talk that shit. Yep. You know what I mean you talk, talk about your shit. struggle, what you yep. saw this day. And you 100%. might come up with an idea. You might come up with a way to make your community better. Right. They took that away from you. Right. They took away your income, but they left open every smoke shop. Every alcohol shop, right. anywhere where you could do some shit, and they left open Planned Parenthood. Right. <laughs> right. So you're going to go get high, go get drunk, and fuck because you're in quarantine. But you can't get a haircut. You can't go speak about religious problems you might be going through. You can't reach right. out to your brethren. Right. You can't get in groups of bigger than 10. Exactly. See, what they don't want y'all to do is group up for greatness. That's exactly what they do. I, I run that. That's, that's one of my hashtags. Hashtag group up for greatness because that means something. You got you. You can have one brain and, and have greatness. Yep. But if you if you if you have a bunch of them, bro, the kind of excellence that you can create, bro, and 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 it is what it is. They don't. They don't. First of all, they don't like nobody to group up for greatness. That's no. gonna overdo them. Period. Not just blacks. No. You feel me? But well, they, they when it like is this. blacks, they don't like. This. Oh no, they hate this. A white hey, guy hey, and a black guy yeah, hanging out yeah. that aren't talking about racism or what might have happened to, to you or what right. happened to me. We right. got some ideas. We sharing positivity. Right. So you they know, can't stand that yeah, shit. If we, if we get shot soon, y'all know what's happening. Make sure y'all keep screaming, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, trust me, I'm busting back, too. Yo, hey, it's going down. It's going down. <laughs> we strapped all the time. Yeah, it's going down for sure. But, but and that's the thing. It's like, And nobody's looking into this. Because yeah. like, if you look at all the places like New York, New Jersey, Illinois, Massachusetts, California, they all have the highest COVID rates and they're yeah. all locked down, stay at home, orders are forever. But what y'all don't realize is all those crime statistics I gave you earlier and all these high COVID things earlier, they have one thing in common. All democratically ran by democratic parties. Right. When you take those same places and you flip them, like, um, you remember the Bronx? It used yeah. to be bad and shit. You mm -hmm. had gentrification. Yeah. Now they have some of the highest schools in there. Right. Because okay. they took the democratic policies out. And what's trippy to me is like, if if, if black people stop voting Democrat, five percent, just five percent of them stop, they'd never elect another Democratic in. Right. Look at all the worst areas, all the gun crime rate, all the teenage pregnancies, all the dropouts. It's all Democratic ran. Right. The worst sides of Las Vegas right now, West Side, like we talked about. Every politician that runs the West Side over there is Democrat, and has been for forty years. Right. Uh, Illinois, Chicago, where Obama from? Hasn't seen a Republican in 60 years. Right. High crime rate. Their place looks like a third world country. Man. Bro. Boarded up houses. <laughs> like, Kids are getting yo. left and killed in these houses because you can't flip them for a profit. Because don't nobody want to buy them. Don't nobody want to buy there, bro. So that, I would say, everything affects everything, man. Like you said, invest in yourselves, y'all. Yo, like, real talk. You're, you're what's important. 100%. You know what I mean? And like you said, group together. Group is greatness. Because you could bounce ideas. We might not agree on everything, but damn. A good idea can come from a conversation where you're like, oh, I never saw that, or I never knew that. Yo, you, know you I mean? get the best businesses and the best ideas come from the weirdest situations. You know what I mean? Bill well, Gates, and, let me build a computer in my daddy's garage. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, real talk. Yeah. Real talk. And now, look, everything we do has got to do with that computer and them chips. Every one of them. 100%. Steve Jobs. <laughs> all of them, man. Yeah. It, it's, man. And, and understand, too, most millionaires and billionaires, college dropouts or didn't even go to college. Yo, 100%. 
100%. Kanye, yeah. one of the richest people in the world, never made the Right, college. right. College <laughs> dropout, right? The dropout, whatever. It was a college dropout. That's the name of it, right? Yeah, I mentioned him because he's my wife's favorite artist. Yo, and, wife, and, so. and, and a lot of people hate Kanye because he he, he thinks differently. Bro, you he know what he said? He perceives it differently. Bro, you know what he said? He said, I love that Candace Owens thinks differently. I love Trump. And in the same meeting, he told Trump, I love Hillary too. Right. <laughs> so he just loved people. Yeah, yeah. But then real. everybody told him he's an Uncle Tom, he's a sellout. And by the way, y'all, I really need to get this off my chest. Don't speak to your, your brethren, especially your black brethren, and say that they sound white or they ain't black enough or you need their black card because they don't do something you do. Or right. call them an Uncle Tom or call a black woman who's with a white man a bed wench. That shit is racist. I ain't even never heard of that one. Bro, my wife gets it. My wife gets it. You sound like something. Yo, I do. I be seeing people on your post bro, going in, man. Bro, I just be reading it like that. Tell her she's not black enough because she's with a white man. She couldn't handle a black king. Maybe she doesn't want more. Maybe she right. wants a white king. Maybe she just wants a king to treat her good and I happen to be white skinned. Right. You know, maybe she's past racism. Yeah, man. And I'm past racism, bro. Well, and that's the thing. Once we start doing that, if we all put racism back behind us, is there racist shit going to happen? Yeah. But if we unite and we go beat that motherfucker up, he sure as hell ain't gonna be racist next week with no teeth. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, for real, man. And 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 for those of y'all that that look at people and, and see a and see a color, like, bro, I don't see a color, to, to bro. Me, like, I don't even think it's that, bro. I think they just basically look at it as like a culture. Like they look at it, you know, they look at black people. You know, you wear all red. They ought to make us a kid blood. Oh yeah, because I stay in all red, bro. Yeah. And they always you're not a gangbanger. Oh, or yeah, these people <laughs> would be like, oh, um, they'll be like, oh, like yeah. My mom has said that, like, hey son, you be wearing all that red. Yeah. These youngsters out here are gonna think you're a blood. They wilding too, bro. And they be wanting it, bro. They but, they. Man, my neighbors on the corner. Stop me. Dude, they're, they're taught from so little to have no respect for life. None. Like, at None. all. Like, like I said, that dude snuffed that woman in the face with a gun. Yeah, that's crazy. Because she man. argued with him. That's crazy. Like, bro, knock her out. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I, I, I'm not saying, you know, hit women, but damn, bro. Like, I know. That God, bad, dang, just hit her ass. Yeah, hit, him yeah, hit, <laughs> hit her ass. Don't shoot her in the face because you had an argument. Right. What value do you have about life? Bro, that should have, and, and that's a man. I wouldn't even want to, if I was a woman, I, at that point, I would want to date a man like that. Like, what? And they don't kill everybody. No, they do because they're taught that. And we're not, we're not teaching our youth what we need to be teaching them. You right. know what I mean? Gather the greatness, like you said. You know, bring it all together. Man, I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? Because once you do that, the next best million dollar idea is probably watching us live right now. No, real talk, man, because I I, I go through that all the time. You know, half of, half of my family are bloods. Half of my family is Crips. And I'm the middle. You see what I'm saying? And how's then, that even supposed to work? They're supposed right. to hate each other over a color that, by the way, y'all don't own that color. Right. You don't own that street you grew up on. Right. But this is the trick. Invest in yourself. Gather for greatness, and you can own that street you live Yo, 100%. On. Hey, I got a rap change street out name. here. I don't own it. You can change the name <laughs> of the street you grew up on to your family's last name. Right. Money yeah. talks, bullshit walks. Yeah, that'd be hot, man. And it's funny because I actually thought about doing that. And then I said, then I noticed we had a Bradley street. And I'm yeah. like, shit, well, I'm going to just roll with it then. Well, bro, you know? And that's the thing. Like, I already told my wife, my whole plan is to get a bunch of houses on the same block, invite the same people, like you said, they're going to gather for greatness. We're going to buy that block. We're going to be the neighborhood watch. All right. races, sexes, ages is welcome. But it's two things that need to happen to live with me. You've got to be open and you got to be able to carry a gun because the government ain't going to protect your neighborhood. 
They right. can't do it now. Yeah, I'm talking. I mean, the, the cops can't even protect neighborhoods because they gotta wait seven minutes to get a phone call. Right, they know. That's how they they know not to. You know, you know, this police won't even go in certain neighborhoods. Bro, they used they'll to go in the hood, but certain little communities. Bro, they, they used, ain't going they, used there. they used to not to. It's getting better, but bro, back in Chicago, the police wouldn't even go into the Cabrini Greens. They like, <laughs> bro, they go in. They wait till SWAT came. Bro, that's that's like the Porcupine Projects in Miami. They ain't going up in there, bro. I've, I've been in there. I ain't been there many times. Let me tell you that. You know what I'm saying? I've been in there like twice, bro. I've never even seen a cop go inside. No. And that's the thing. Like, and I try to tell people. It's like I said, I grew up in the hood. I know about the Coast, the Jets, 004 Bloods, Rolling 60s, Donners, Gerson Park Kings. Yeah, I know about all that shit. You right. know what I'm saying? If y'all don't take care of your community and, like you say, inspire everybody and gather for greatness, nobody else is going to do it. Right. 100%. They're gonna give you some money, tell you run this program and shut up, yeah. and then twenty years later you're gonna be in the same spot you're in now, if not worse. Because no business are gonna come invest in that, no schools are gonna come invest in those children. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that to me that's the thing. If we're not investing into the next generation, we failed. Yo, real spit. And let me say this, man. You know, and, and while we speaking about the West Side, you know, um, Mario's Market on the West, Mario's West Side Market. That's hey, my great grandfather. Catfish. Great that, catfish. That's my granddaddy. No yeah, catfish. that's my granddaddy, <laughs> man. Grandpa, if you watching or his son or my or my uncles or whatever, you know, like let me say this: Mario is Mexican. <laughs> he is a full blood Mexican, but he the he doesn't. You know, some people have came at me and been like. You know what? He he just he chose the hood because you know they gonna buy the catfish, they gonna buy the hot food section, alcohol, and all that kind of stuff. Of course, y'all is. They gonna do it anywhere. Everybody buy that kind of stuff, huh? Who's he employed? Uh, most of our family, but it's mixed: blacks, it's, whites, but Mexican. It's people, it's people yeah. of that community exactly. that need jobs. Exactly. And what I love about him, and, and what I'm trying to get at is, is yo, stop looking at people for 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 what's on the outside and really dig deep on what's yeah. on the inside because. Yeah, he's a full blown Mexican, and you know maybe he don't want me to say this, but you know he don't he don't he ain't too fond of his own race. But that's Some besides the point. What he does is the same money that he's making from that black community, he's investing it right back into the community, man. Well, that's the thing. When the West Side loves Mario. Man, bro, look, if if I build something over there, like let's let's go off of uh, D Street, we we'll just build something <laughs> off of D Street because why not, right? I ain't going. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> saying, and you invest in that community. How many abandoned churches are over there? Right. You could buy that property up, turn it into a daycare. Yeah, for real. Now single mothers can get jobs watching other people's kids while keeping their kids there, and somebody else in the household can go to work. 100%. 100%. If you don't invest into your community and yourself, you're going to fail, because nobody else is going to invest into you. Right. And I, I think that's the problem that people don't get. Like, it's on you. Exactly. Like, no, matter, <laughs> no matter how much money that government gives you, it's on you to do something with it. Use your stimulus check to invest in yourself. For real, get, man. Get get anything. Take an online degree. I mean, I just took an online yeah. class. It was eight hundred. You see that post that I did? Harvard's doing. They got Harvard has sixty two full courses that you can take online for free and get certificates for it, bro. Yeah, bro. That is an opportunity of a lifetime. If you're one of those people, first of all, you should always think you can make it to any, 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 any excellence. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And if you make it to Harvard, you're doing something right. So imagine those people that just don't have the funds to get there, bro. It's free. Go, it's free. Jump on that opportunity right now, bro. 62, if you can't find something you might want to study, and out of 62 courses from Harvard, bro, it's Harvard. I'm going to go find something. Man, bro. 
Or, or if you if you're the type that thinks you're not a brainiac, which I understand, different people learn differently. Watch a million YouTube videos on how to weld, how to build something. So when this opens back up, you got a place you can go. Like, hey, I'll go take your welding test. I'll pay the fifty dollars that Straight you know, up. the government just gave me. Exactly. I'm gonna put it in the bank and exactly. save it. And I'm gonna pay it to take this test exactly. that I already know all the answers to because I spent the last six months studying instead of twiddling my thumbs while I was locked up. Exactly. Because you're, you're all locked up. Right. Air, 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 yeah, air. If you at home, you in jail right now. If you ain't ever been to prison, welcome. <laughs> right. <laughs> welcome to the quarantine penitentiary. Right. Solitary confinement. I'm telling you, but you know, just like I tell everybody, man, if I ever was go to prison, which I'm not, I pray to God I don't. But I would try to escape, bro. I'm not you. I'm you not. You're not holding me down. <laughs> you're not holding me down. I got too much to accomplish, man. I, I'm tunnel vision. I got goals, bro. And I'm gonna get to them goals no matter what. And that's the thing too. Like, like y'all, y'all think it might be corny or whatever. Speak what you want into existence. Hundred percent. Make a vision board, and then go do that shit. Hundred percent. Stop talking. Like, like I grew up in the hood. I knew motherfuckers that got up at six o'clock in the morning, bad day work, and didn't get home till midnight. Selling that work. I'm telling you. That man just put 16 hours in or some shit like that. <laughs> right. Like, damn, bro. You's a hustler. You a hard worker. For real. Instead of selling something illegal, sell something that's legal. Do the same shit. Straight up, Shoes, man. hats. I'm Come up you. with your own clothing. Right. Line. You know stop stop using that $1,200 or that $1,700 for, for the ladies. And, and it's not all ladies, but I've man. seen a lot of stories on Facebook about this. I be watching on Facebook Lives. They be tripping. Lady, stop giving your money to this dude Man, for him to go re-up. You feel me? The re-up's a failure. Yeah. That it, is, it's not legal, it's a failure. Because at any given point, the up. government can come take that shit from you. Straight up. Straight up, man. Like it, it's it, it, Even if, even if y'all choose to do that, I mean, think about a re-up. You need extra money to re-up? You're supposed to re-up with the same money you started with. It's supposed to pay for itself. That's if you're a good businessman. Exactly. <laughs> you feel me? So if you're using that to re-up, maybe you should go take one of those 62 free Harvard courses. One of them's got to be business. I'm telling you, what man, and learn and learn how to do it. I'm not knocking y'all hustle. All I'm saying is, is there's, there's better, better ways. One. There's a better way. There's and, better and you're ways. already hard workers. If you're doing shit like that, you're stressing about getting caught. You're stressing about losing everything. That, man, that shit's tough. No, for yeah. real, bro. But another thing I was telling people, like, with this money that you're getting... Build your credit. Yo, tell you. Yo, go my credit just went up 92 Go points. on Finger Hut, buy something that's $200, put $100 on it one week, wait two, three weeks, put the other 200 or 30 whatever you're going to have to pay to, you know, pay the percentage. Yep. Now you have a credit line. Yep. Now you have six months or however hell long they're going to keep us locked down. You have that much time to build credit. You get done with this, the market's going to be low. People are going to want to buy houses. They're going <laughs> to want real. your money. Yo, for you real. Know what I'm so go to the bank, get a proper loan with good credit, and then hand that down to your kid. Do yep. something. Yo, don't don't twiddle your thumbs, man. Hey, because I've noticed, I, and, and this is something that I noticed that I wanted to tell you, mm -hmm. and I wanted to tell y'all, you know what I mean? If you've noticed, um, they just said something on the news how everybody's locked down. Now Now the big industries that that's normally would sell the most stuff, they, they profit the most. But not right now, it's the grocery stores. It's the consumers that's 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 keeping everybody paid. You feel me? Yes. But prices are going up. But you want to know one thing where prices ain't going up? To start a business. You know how much it costs to start a business? Zero dollars. You need a loan. Still, and it's still zero dollars. You could be a sole proprietor and do a business from home. Every business I had, I started with zero dollars. I paid fifteen dollars for a DBA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I think it's up to twenty-two dollars right now. 
I think it's twenty two. Uh, I don't know because I got all of mine. I got my IBO and all that. Right. From uh, my CBD business, my my uh, online, you know, healthcare business. Right. I, mean, I got all that. For it's, like it's it's three hundred dollars. Yeah, it's free to get. It's free to just start. You know what I mean? It, I mean, if you guys were here to see how we had this set up, it's, it's simple stuff, man. <laughs> we we I got a I got a Stylo Five here. Yeah. You feel me? I got that for free from switching from Cricket to Metro. <laughs> I just had to pay activation, you know. Yeah. Then I got the iPhone here. Yeah, I bought the iPhone. I got a couple of them, yeah. but it's but an when investment. You're making your money, you can exactly. invest in it's yourself. It's an investment into this. Me becoming, y'all. I'm Timothy Bradley Jr. You know what <laughs> I mean? But when I became just B. Yeah, I actually became Jess B. Jr. And then each step that I became something new, I've invested in myself, you yeah. know. Yes, I spent two grand buying all this stuff for just for the podcast. Yeah. But it's an investment in me. I'm not going to make money just sitting here talking with Frank or talking to y'all. But what's going to come afterwards, you know, the merch. And, and, and honestly, I don't care if I make a dime from it. As long as I can inspire one person in the hopes that they're going to inspire more people. Bro, I'm rich in my mind. Bro, I'm rich in my mind. Bro, well, not only that, bro, but you never know what kind of blessing you're going to get. Man, I'm telling you. Maybe the person that's watching this invests in something. Now they make a million and they hire you. 100%, man. And, and, and you know, just knowing people. I know people that can be great, bro, but they're stuck in anxiety, depression. They're suicidal. This one lady, I'm not going to name her name because yeah. she asked me not to. No, you no, know no. Respect, I mean? respect. But, yeah. but there's, this one, there's this one young lady, man. She was suicidal. I mean, just like four days ago, bro, she called me on video messenger bro and I can hear her cocking the gun yeah. and this is not a bullshit story she was cocking she was gonna kill herself bro people will always reach out one time before they end it and, bro. and I want to make this message very clear I would rather hear your story than read your fucking eulogy yo 100 bro she I don't care who you are I don't even yeah. know you Hit my DM. You feeling depressed? Hit my DM. Yeah bro we, we'll do something to inspire you we'll do yeah. something to make you know that the next day is around the corner. But remember, with suicide, bro, once you do that, you just pass your pain to everybody else that loves you. Yo, everybody, man. I was suicidal before, bro. I tried every way you could think of. <laughs> and it never worked. Do it, man. Oh, man. I tried. <laughs> I tried, man. But, you know, um, in, in my opinion, you know, God had a different plan for me, bro. Maybe he was to reach out to her. Yeah. And, and you know, after after I was going to commit suicide, brother, um, I had a dream, bro. Mm -hmm. And, and my whole just be everything. Everybody like, oh, just be. I get it. Like junior, cause you're a junior. B, because you're Bradley. And I'm like, no, bro. Just be is Jesus B. It came to me in a dream like that, bro. It's Jesus B Junior. You okay. feel me? And then I just cut everything short. So like, yo, I'm a just be. And I realized that, and and I realized real quick that I have to stop trying to be everybody else. Just be. Stop junior. trying to fit into everybody else. Yeah, I always been popular, but I was popular because I was able to do what somebody else was doing better than them. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm a pretty cool, calm, collective, funny guy. And I noticed that I'm really good at keeping people's attention, entertaining them. And if you if you can, if you're an attention grabber, a persistent one, bro, you can implant so many beautiful things yeah. in people. Yeah. So that's why I came just be. So just be does what? He speaks. I speak. Just be speaks. This is a just be show because I'm only interviewing people that I feel like is genuinely being them, them, they're being themselves and they're comfortable in their own damn skin, bro. Oh, very comfortable. You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> no matter how much people might not like exactly. me or want to debate me, I promise you, if you want to debate me, you're going to get slaughtered. For real. And yo, <laughs> me and Frank has had, there's been times when we've been on lives, there's been times when we just come in back and Man. forth and it may seem like like we're beefing because, oh, no. because we're not agreeing. <laughs> and, then, and then afterwards, I'll text him and be like, 
Hey, that was a good conversation. <laughs> yeah, bro, because there's, there's no reason to beef. Like, honestly, y'all, and that's another thing, too, like, with the beef, y'all need to understand, like I said, number one, you don't own that street or that block you grew up on. You don't own the color you're wearing. You own your fucking name and your balls. Yeah, And correct. your work. So keep them things. For you real. Know what I mean? and, and when it comes to beef, understand, unless they are directly harming your family and your safety, real talk. let that shit go, bro. Yo, real talk. It ain't like, this is coming from somebody, bro, I've been in a lot of beef, a lot of fights. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm always been with the function. I'm always gonna be with the function. But I'd rather walk away and build something for my daughter than take a situation that I could have just left alone. And now I gotta serve time because I put somebody in the hospital, or you know, maybe his homies come back while I'm with my kid. Right. Like yeah, Tupac no, said, you gotta worry about that payback for some young buck that you roughed up way back. Yo, forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want to stress about that. Because there's youngsters out here, man. They get they get become grown men and they, they still got that beef. Like I said, they ain't got no value of life right now because nobody's giving it to them. Nobody's reaching out to them. They're just telling them, you a piece of shit. You end up in jail. You ain't going to amount to nothing. You tell a kid that shit so many times, you believing. program them, like we told yeah, you about before. You will program that kid to behave that way. Yeah, it becomes it becomes their mindset. Yeah, it literally becomes their mindset, bro. You're just molding them. Like, all right, yep, let me grab a little of this, yeah. grab a little of this, and, and, it, and it becomes them. And I want to make this very clear. I, like I said, I grew up poor. I was abused as a child, all kinds of shit. That I ain't going to put out here on live, but trust and believe. If you think you've been through it, I've been through it too, or worse, or the same. I changed all that to change who I was to be a better person because I knew I had to change that little girl in there. You know what I mean? That's real, man. Like, she's got to be better than me. And that's the mark you're going to leave on this earth is what you leave behind, not what you take with you. What the hell are you going to take with you? For real. So, some fucking Jordans and some gold bars? For like, real. Nah, bro, my kids can have all that. Right, I'm, I'm cool with my $5 chain. Bro, real talk. Looks better, nice. I like guns. Look, looks real nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm cool with all that stuff, man. But yeah. think about the dynasty, your clothing line. Yeah. Inspiring yeah. somebody. Bro. Yeah, like, for real. Like, bro, that's going to be deep. Yo, when it, you it, get that one yeah. person. Yo, when my son was like, he was like, Dad, can I wear your hat? I was like, this hat. I was like, this hat? He was like, yeah, I like it. He was like, smile, laugh, motivate. I like that. Yo, just to see him have it on, yeah, blew my mind, bro. It blew my mind. And, and, and for a lot of us, it takes for us to, um, like, uh, especially the men, you know, it yeah. takes for us to, like, have a child, have somebody that's looking up to us, having somebody that's depending on us for us to really, for it to really click, you know, and, and, and that's not all men. No, but it's a lot of well, that. That's my that's my situation. Well, that's the thing when you when you look at throughout history and you look at at men, women create life in the fucking story. Yeah, hands down. Creates it's in them, but we build everything around that life. Right. We build monuments. We build buildings. We build shelter. We go and kill a deer to feed that life. Like that's what you're programmed as a man to do. Right. You know I mean, it's build something. Yep. And it ain't got to be a kid, bro. You know what I mean? Because, like, it just doesn't have to be. Build a dynasty. Build a business. Build something that makes you a better person that yep. touches another life. Yeah. And you know what I had to do, y'all? I had to build myself. Man. That's where it starts. And, and that's literally the sole reason why I focus on this, man. I've, I've been that depressed, suicidal, anxiety, tripping, want to jump off of cliffs. I already do that for fun. But I wanted to jump off a cliff with no parachute, with nothing, you know? Like, I, I've tried many a times to take my life, and I'm I'm so thankful that I didn't because then I wouldn't be able to see here changing y'all lives, helping other people's, you yeah. know? And I always tell everybody, I don't have all the answers, and I never speak on something that I've never been through or I've never witnessed somebody go through. Yeah. You feel me? So if y'all think I know it all, I don't. Yeah. But I know that struggle. I know how I feel to go through the motions 
For sure, I go through them every day. Yeah. You know, well, and that's I'm what, sure that's you go thing. through things. Well, and that's the thing. That shit is always forever. You know what I mean? The, the, the trauma you went through as a kid, the things that programmed you the way you are, that's always in forever. But you have to understand that you have to overcome that every day. And when you do, you create so much more. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like what, what is ending it all going to do? Hurt your mom, hurt your kids, hurt your family. Yep. Hurt somebody that's watching this. You know what I mean? That's yep. super happy and inspired to just know you. Yeah. And that's the thing. There's somebody out there that's really happy to know you. Yeah. That's so, real. So a big thing for me is get to know yourselves, too. Know your strengths, know your weaknesses, like, and build on that, man. Like, yeah. Y'all, y'all all got the ability to create greatness. Everybody does. Yeah. You know? But the question is, is what are you gonna create? Exactly. What you gonna create? What you gonna do with it? Yeah, that, and that's because exactly. you, because you can create and just leave that shit in the house. Man. <laughs> just to collect dust and it's like, dang, come on, man, don't waste that. Yeah, don't it, waste. It could be something. Don't waste your For time. For real. You know what it, it, don't don't ever think that something you're doing is a bad idea because there's somebody somewhere that it's gonna fit. Well, and, and like, like, for everybody. like a big thing I want to tell people is like, no matter what you've been through, like he said, he went through a lot. I went through a lot. I'm not a fucking victim. I'm a conqueror. Yeah. And every one of you is too. Stand talk about the challenges, baby. You know what I mean? You can, conquer, you can conquer today. <laughs> you can conquer tomorrow. Yep. You can conquer that anxiety. You can conquer that forgiveness that you need to give your daddy, your mom, because of what they did to you. Yep. You can conquer that. And that's up to you. And you will conquer it if you choose to. Yeah, man. And that's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, and, and that's all part of self-love, man. Once y'all gain, gain that self-love, yo, once you get that feeling in your body where <laughs> you just wake up and you're just like, oh, man, I love myself. When you can look in the mirror and be like, I love you, whether you ugly or not. And let me tell you, man, everybody is beautiful in my eyes. That's real talk, bro. Every, every, everybody is beautiful in my eyes. It, it, it would take you to, to show me that ugliness. Man, For me bro, to be like, you're an ugly motherfucker. Hey, some of the most beautiful women in the world, and I've been with, like I said, we both Man. body count high. You feel me? <laughs> them, them, them are horrible people. Horrible people. Bro, like, just disgusting. Like, I, I knew women that manipulated fathers and shit like that. They knew weren't the fathers of their kids because he had money and the other guy didn't. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> like, and my thing is, is, like, damn, like, okay, that's what you're going through, but damn, that kid, girl. Right. That kid's gonna find this out, like you know what I'm saying. The kid yeah. gonna learn something. Right, man, because they, they always do. Yeah, it, it all, man. It's true, man. What they say, what happens in the dark, eventually it's gonna come to the light. light. And, and it's boy, gonna come that's to what the light. government need to understand too. All this dirty, nasty oh, shit y'all yeah. doing. Trust and believe, we gonna see it. For and, real. and I, I hope a lot of you people wake up watching this and understand that it's not about the party. It's not about this. It's it's about the policies. It's about what these people are doing in your lives. And Politics affects everything you do every day. If you want to open up a business in a certain area, a politician has to approve that. Yep. It has to be on board. <laughs> yep. You know Gotta have a permit. Gotta have a permit. That's <laughs> somebody saying that this amount of people can do this amount of thing in this amount of area. If y'all don't pay attention to that stuff, bro, you set yourself up for failure. Just like if you don't pay attention to yourself, you set yourself up for failure because you're your greatest investment. Man, hundred percent, man. Well, shoot, I don't even know how long we've been on. You know, we've been talking forever. What time we got? Oh, we will. Uh, 4.30. Oh, we ain't that bad. No, yeah, not about. about an hour and a half right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, uh, things is, um, you know, always, I, 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 well, everybody know I speak about self-love and all that. And and I think I, it, it's key. You know, it's obvious that self-love is key. Um, I do credit myself a lot, man, because there's not a lot of guys out there that's that's vulnerable, vulnerable enough to talk about 
self love. You know, and they they well, they're, they're taught it's, not it's, to. yeah, exactly. They're taught not to. It's 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 hard for them to bring it out. Shut the fuck then up. They feel like a bitch. Yeah, shut the fuck up. You're a man, man. Up. Yeah, well, quit being so soft, bro. I don't care, bro. Because but to me, that's not what softness is, and I think at that, all. that's another thing we gotta understand as a society. Like softness is letting people step all over you. Right. Softness is doing. You know, talking to somebody, being friends with them, and then robbing them while they're at work, right. and then helping them look for their shit. Right. That's soft. Like, that's, All that's that shit is soft. <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah. And, and that's my thing. Like, you're not soft for doing that, brother. Like, right. that's strong because that strength is gonna motivate somebody. It's exactly. gonna touch somebody. It's gonna exactly. reach out. You know what I mean? And like, that's amazing to have that yeah. strength in yourself no, and that self love to recognize that I fucked up. I was thinking bad thoughts. Yeah. I gotta flip all that. Yo, and you did. I'm telling you, man. I, I, I was I was a messed up individual, man. I was the manipulator. You feel me? Yeah. Women used to call me the master manipulator. Cause you're a damn bro. pretty boy, bro. I was bad. <laughs> I was bad. And, and the situation I was in with my kids is because I was bad, bro. Yeah. You feel me? Like, uh, I it, I made the situation yeah. more toxic than what it already was. But see, at least you can recognize that. The problem is, is we're not teaching people to recognize that no more. Yeah, 100%. You control the outcome, y'all. I'm telling y'all right now. You control the outcome. 100%. You might be in a bad situation, but what you do with that shit is on you. Yo, 100%. 100%, man. Hey, but man, before we get too deep, because hey, me and Frank will talk, this will be an eight-hour podcast. <laughs> <We're gonna talk. laughs> it'll be an eight-hour show for sure, man. Uh, name some of the things. Um, uh, let me tell y'all. Uh, some of the things that I do to focus on myself is, as always, I do like the chance. The affirmations okay. and stuff like that, you know, always say a few things and smile. Literally, all of my hashtags that I have, hashtag go for it, you got this, I'm proud of you, group, group up for greatness, hashtag stack, that stand tall and conquer challenges. Everything that I speak, everything that I say is something that I, I do every day, bro. Yeah. I make it a habit that I do these things every day. And, and I meditate and I pray. You know, I don't work out as much as I should, but so you, I, you I try. To, yeah, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to do a little something, <laughs> but my stomach catching up too fast. Well, <laughs> you know, um, I, I go for walks uh, at night by myself, man. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm a goody two shoe. You feel? I, I smoke weed, you know, or whatever. But I'm not big on it, you know. Yeah. But sometimes I'll just, you know, tote a little bit and and I'll just get in my own zone, bro. And I'll try to weed out all the toxicity that I'm dealing with and so I can just stay focused, man. Yeah. What's some things that you do? Um, real talk, it, it's, it's structure, routine, discipline, and like, like even just when I wake up with my daughter when she calls, it's first thing we say in the morning is I love you. Then we say, I'm responsible for this, I will control this, and I will conquer the day. And how do you do those things? You keep your emotions in check. Because if your emotions are in check, you control the outcome of a situation because you're not going to respond emotionally. You're going to respond with intelligence and drive and determination, which you all have. And that's, what, that's the way you're going to do it. Um, I do meditate. I have a vision board. I have an entire section in my wife's area with crystals. Um, I believe that that stuff speaks to something else in the body, whether it be spiritual or something like that. I'm not a religious person. I believe in a God. What's the God's name? What the God is? I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? None of y'all do, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm not going to let me, you know, let that defer me from not speaking to somebody about it or what's right. going on. You know what I mean? And like you said, I love to gather for greatness. My big thing I've always wanted to do is get all the black people, white people, mix everybody, get them together and just show them, if you do these things, you will have real freedom. And the best thing is, is once you do them, you can do them all together and then everybody you know has freedom. Yeah. Everybody you know has 
Like, you know, something to pass down, something to build. Like, people always talk about generational wealth. Starting out with you. Right. <laughs> you're, you're the generational wealth. Be the wealth. starting point. You know what I'm right. And that's what I'm doing with my daughter. That's why I got all those side hustles. That's why I got all those legitimate businesses. That, they're small, you know what yeah. I mean? But a couple hundred thousand people here and there do one or two things, you know what I mean? That's a couple hundred thousand I could put in an investment, put in a property, and then hand them my daughter when she's 18 and be like, right. look. You don't got to work for nobody else. You work right. for you because right. you invested in you. Yeah, and that's man. my big thing. Like you said, self-motivation, self-love, and invest in me. Like, I'm yeah. I'm the greatness. I got to build yep. that. Yep. And that's real, man. That's real, yeah. man. For self, for self. That's real. But, hey, man, let me let me, let me me say my little final thoughts real quick. Then I'm going to let Frank. As, as a matter of fact, you say your final thoughts first. Um, understand that you're responsible for the outcome of your day. You might not control every situation, but at the end of the day, you're responsible for how you took those situations and what you did with them and what you built. Um, don't be racist. Don't be hateful. And if you got that stuff in you, let it go because it's just eating you inside. Toxicity and secrets are going to kill you as a person, and it's going to kill your drive, your motivation, and you will be suicidal and you will be depressed. But you control the outcome of that. Remember that. This is only you. And know that you need to love yourself for sure. Hey, that's real spit for my boy, man. I promise you, he always got the realness, man. And look, he really, really, he really, he really wrote the facts down. This ain't the only page either, man. That's what I love about Frank, man. Even when he changed his last name to Friends, it's still Frank Rose to me, man. <laughs> uh, that's how I met you, man. But, yes, you know, that, that's my buddy, man. But uh, just to wrap it up, y'all, again, let me tell you, man, never, never, never give up. Having Doing this little show, even though we just... You know, here at Frank's house in, in a small, in, I'm not saying your apartment small, oh, we just in a regular size this space. Is this is small to what I'm going to build. You feel me? <laughs> we, we in a regular size space. Um, shoot, this is bigger than, no, it's about the same size as my studio at the house. Yeah. But it, you, don't, you don't need major, you don't need a bunch of shit to be successful, man. You know, man, and before you even attempt to try to go out externally and find things to be successful, Start with the inside, yo. Start internally. Make sure that you're good. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say I want to cry right now. I'm, I'm a little emotional for the simple fact that, yo, I've had this dream. And, and to keep it real, man, what I had on the pink shirt earlier, um, for my grandmother on it, you feel me? My grandmother beat cancer, bro. And, and so I was afraid that before... Be, that I would not be a successful person, that she wouldn't see me as a successful person in the world yeah. before she passed away. She getting older, brother. You know what I mean? Oh, so, so yeah. So, a hundred percent. This whole entire show is dedicated to, um, as y'all know, her, my super granny, Lois Waddell. You know, um, she's strong, man. You feel me? She, she's super strong, and so one day she will see this. Like, I, and I tell everybody this, man. Um, I'm like you. I got a bunch of companies. Most of them are small, but yeah. they make money every day. Yes. You know, my window cleaning company is, is starting to get pretty big. But this right here, this is my passion. Talking to people, getting to know them, and learning their insights about that. I already got different outlooks on certain things just from talking to you. And I talk to you almost every day. <laughs> you know? And um, so, if you got a vision, man, don't even pick somebody that you want to do it for. But at the ultimate, do it for yourself, y'all. Yeah. Do it for yourself. This happens to be... It started out being about my grandmother, about my grandmother. And yes, I do want to be successful and her to see me like, dang. And it was her idea like, you'll be a great talk show host. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a talk show. 
<laughs> they forced me to call it a podcast, but it's a talk show to me. I just ain't got an actual stage, but I will get there. Believe that. Yep. So, Granny, and if anybody with my Granny and her sisters watching, let her know. It's for you, baby. I got you. That's You're going to be super Granny for life forever, man. But at the end of the day, man, I did this for me. I did this for me, man. And I'm Just B, y'all. I'm Timothy Just B Jr. You know, Timothy Just B Bradley Jr. You know, um... And uh, this is all I ever wanted to do, y'all. So whether y'all watch or not, whether it's one of y'all zero or a million of y'all watching, I'm still going to do it. Always, man. I ain't going to never stop. Because you know me. I'm Jess B, baby. And this is Frank Rose. And I want y'all to always smile, laugh, and definitely motivate. And remember, inspire one, inspire all. We love y'all. And we out. <laughs> that, was that was dope, man. That energy was dope. Oh, they got the whole good down. Peace out.